Welcome to Your Excellent You, a self-development podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Danielle, and I believe that success is achieved from the inside out. I'm a certified life coach with over a decade of experience running a profitable online business. Here's what I know for sure. Being an entrepreneur is a crash course in self-development. So I'm taking everything I've learned throughout my business building journey and sharing it with you. If you want practical, actionable insights to improve your mindset and grow your business, then you've come to the right place. Let's get a started few years on today's ago, episode. I made an impulsive decision that would have a long-lasting impact on all areas of my life, including my business. It involves a decision that I made on a whim. Now, being impulsive does not come easily to me. I really like to be prepared and think things through, but every now and then I do something that leaves me wondering what was I thinking? For this episode, I want to talk about the practical side of goal setting and what it looks like to really pursue an intentional future, the one that we actually want to create. My impulsive decision in the past that I'll get to in a moment, it taught me a lot about the importance of setting and achieving goals, even if the goals seem irrelevant and unimportant. So here's how it went. On a summer morning, not long ago, A message from a friend popped up on a group text and it just read, registration is open. I signed up to run the Disney Princess Half Marathon. Minutes later, another text came through from a different friend that said, I got in. And then a third friend added, me too. So we had all talked a few months earlier about how fun it would be to do a girls trip that weekend and run the race together, costumes and all, and go all out and have this amazing time running a half marathon. No one had actually committed to the plan, so in my mind, it was just kind of a fun idea that we were tossing around, at least until the moment that I got the first text, and then the second text, and then the third text. Now, something that was just an idea about wouldn't this be great was starting to become real. Well, it was real for them, at least, and I was a little caught off guard and completely unprepared. I didn't think this trip would actually happen, and so I had not invested a whole lot of time really thinking through that decision. It would seem at that moment that I would be excited that this fun idea might become a reality, but I'll be honest, that's not what I was feeling. See, I'm not a runner, and um, I've never really even liked running. In fact, when I was 10, my dad signed me up for tennis lessons one summer, and I enjoyed tennis, except for the part where I had to run across the court and try to hit the ball. If the ball came to me, awesome, I was there. But to run and get to the ball, that was not so much fun. So going back to that moment, I knew that I really wanted to go with them on this trip. And I wanted the experience that I'd heard about where you can run through Cinderella's castle at sunrise and get to really enjoy sort of the scene down Main Street. But I also knew that Disney races sold out very quickly, sometimes in minutes. So I had to act fast if I wanted in to go on this trip with them and then also see the sunrise at the castle. And so I sat down on my computer and I told myself that if I got a spot, I would sign up and not think twice. And so within 20 minutes of receiving that very first text, I found myself registered for a half marathon and asking, what had I done I had not just signed up for a fun girls trip and a chance to run through the castle. I had signed up for months of training in preparation because like I said, I'm not a runner. 
why am I telling you all of this? This episode is not about my experience running a half marathon, although I am going to refer to it quite often to set an example. I'm talking today about the importance of setting goals, not because of what we get at the moment that we reach them, but because of who we become when we stretch beyond our current beliefs and abilities to become somebody that we weren't before. Goals help us step into the next best version of ourselves. And when we up-level one area of our life, all areas of our life up-level because we're not the same person living in that life. Let's take a moment to talk about goals in more general terms. Tom Sterner says, your goals are a compass, not the buried treasure. The goal is not the destination or where you end up, but rather the compass that guides the journey. Back in episode 10, I talked about the importance of creating a vision for your business. You may recall that that vision is simply the mental picture of the future you desire. It allows us to emotionally connect to what we want to create and who we want to become. It's a creative exploration of the future that compels us forward with intention. We create a vision so that we can step into it. We step into it by setting and achieving goals. Our goals and the things we are aiming to achieve, they are born from that vision. And goals are how we take those ideas and we bring them out of our imagination and make them real and make them tangible. In my case, I wanted to experience a magical trip with my girlfriends that culminated in watching the sunrise in the Magic Kingdom. That was my vision. And then my goal was to train so that I could make that moment happen. And if I wanted my vision to come true, I was going to have to do something new. And I was going to have to learn how to run properly for 13.1 miles. Let's talk for a moment about what exactly is a goal. A goal is defined in the dictionary as the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. There's that word desire again. Desire and intention are established in the vision that we create. This is true whether that goal is to use the profit from our business to retire our spouse or to run through an empty amusement park. Desire is the emotion that anchors us to what we want. It fuels our ambition and it gives us something to cling to when achieving the goal feels hard. This isn't to say that the significance of the goal is the outcome it creates. Goals, any type of goals, They're important because they give our brain a deliberate focus. They give it a direction. When we focus on something we want, it tells our brain what to do. Otherwise, our brain will spin in other unpredictable ways, moving from one thing to another, always in motion, but never really going anywhere. This is what makes us feel stuck or confused or disappointed that we can't seem to get what we want despite all of our efforts. Goals are powerful tools for transformation, both internally and externally. If we want to get results that bring us one step closer to our intentional future, setting goals is how we do it. It's important to remember that we are already getting results in our business. Goals just help us decide what those results are going to be instead of letting them happen haphazardly and hoping for the best. For me, my goal was simple. I wanted the half marathon to be a memorable part of a magical trip. For that to happen, I had to set some other goals around my training and preparation. There's a specific process that I use to set and achieve goals, but I'm not going to talk about those today. I go deep into that process inside my goal planning challenges that I run approximately every quarter. 
And if you want more information about that, you can check out the show notes. The focus of this episode is on how goals can be leveraged to leapfrog us in our personal growth. As visionaries and leaders of our business, our external success is a reflection of what's going on internally. Success begins within and goals present us with an opportunity to make big strides forward in becoming the next best version of ourselves. In the book Fortitude by Dan Crenshaw, he talks about the character traits he learned during his time as a Navy SEAL. While there are many traits he discusses, I've pulled out three that are relevant to those of us who are brave enough to become entrepreneurs. I invite you to consider how you can incorporate them in your own pursuit of achieving goals towards creating the vision you have in your business. The first one on the list is to identify a goal and stick with it. We can probably almost all of us agree that setting goals and working towards them is a good thing. And we can intellectually agree that when we set goals, they allow us to evolve into the next best version of ourselves and that they empower us to create the results that we desire. But wanting to accomplish a goal and sticking with the process for as long as necessary to reach that goal are two very different things. It's this latter part, the endurance of the difficulties and hardship that come along with achieving audacious goals that reveals our strength of character. We all want success, but are we really willing to work for it? After I signed up for the half marathon on a whim, Somewhere deep inside of me, I knew that there was more on the line than a trip to Disney. I had made a commitment, and I have proudly anchored my integrity in being someone who honors the commitments that they make to themselves. I knew that I would spend the next several months battling my internal stories about how I'm not a runner, I don't even like running, and that I would have the same conversation every single time I tried to tie up my shoelaces to go hit the pavement and get some miles in. I would have to decide each and every time it would be a daily decision who would win that day. Would it be the old me who's not a runner or the future me who had a medal to show that she was? There's a popular quote that says a goal without a plan is just a wish. And of course, I knew that to be true. So after lots of research and lots of discernment about what was a realistic and what was idealistic regarding my running ambition, I developed my personal training schedule. Now, most online plans will tell you they can take you from 0 to 13.1 in about 12 weeks. I created a running plan that would take me from running my first mile to running my 13th mile in about seven months. Now, I realize that that's about three times longer almost, um, but I will be honest, I'm not embarrassed by that at all. A big part of my success is about honoring what's right for me. And I knew that if my goals focus guarantee to succeed running plan was going to work, it would have to be from written from a place of pure honesty. But as we all know, even the best laid plans aren't worth the paper they're written on if we don't take action, which brings me to the next character trait that Dan Crenshaw mentions in his book. And it is this make progress every single day. We all love stories of people overcoming unheard obstacles on their way to achieving unbelievable success. I think we're just wired to root for the underdog. We hear stories of professional athletes who trained for their sport wearing worn out shoes or using modified playground equipment to work out. Movies are even filled with tons of examples who go through a 
dark night of the soul and then emerge victorious. Like in the movie Karate Kid, that's a perfect example of this. In that final combat scene of the movie, we think the competition is over because Daniel is fighting on an injured leg after getting an illegal knee sweep. And just when all hope seems lost and we think there's no way he's going to get that final point and beat Johnny, he positions himself in a crane stance, which lets him kick Johnny in the face and win. So as observers, we love this moment. It's exciting and thrilling, and it reminds us that good can triumph over evil. We're reminded that it's possible to win even when it seems like all of the odds are stacked against us. In that moment of celebration, we forget a key part of Daniel's success. He achieved his goal and won that competition because he spent countless hours waxing cars, painting fences, and practicing the crane kick on poles at the beach. Success is achieved in the everyday moments, and it means showing up fully, especially for the mundane things. It's the small, insignificant victories along the way that create success. I'm willing to bet that the person you admire most in business, that's how they got there. And if they can do it, we can do it too. When it came to my training, I wish I could say that I made progress every single day. I didn't. My plan consisted of two short runs and one long run each week. And there are plenty of days that I was supposed to run, but ended up skipping. And sometimes it was for a legitimate reason, but a lot of times it was because I just didn't feel like it. However, one thing I was very intentional about was not skipping running twice in a row. It's a very slippery slope and indulging my urges in that way would not create the results that I was after which meant that I had to suck it up and not allow myself to start getting comfortable with not running according to my plan. I would love to say that all of this came easy to me. It didn't. I had a lot of mind drama the entire time. There were many days that I would run for an hour or more and be angry the whole time about the running that I was doing in the moment. And at night, my brain would start to think of all the reasons why I should just skip that run in the morning. I mean, it was cold, it was hot, it was humid, I was tired, I was bored, I had better things to do. My brain is so good at giving me really solid reasons of why mm, this shouldn't work this time. Let's not do that. I think it's a poor idea. During all those months of training, my brain acted like an entitled teenager and was always mad at me for making it do things that it didn't want to do. And just like any parent, I let my brain have its tantrum, but I didn't let it get out of its responsibility to honor the commitment that I had made to myself. Which leads me to the third and for this episode, the final character trait that Dan mentions in his book. Reliability is a type of fortitude. I have no doubt that everyone listening to this episode is reliable in many ways, and I'm willing to bet that your clients and your customers can rely on you to uphold your end of the agreements that you've made with them. I bet most of your family and friends would also say the same thing about you. So my question to you is this, can you rely on yourself? And I've said throughout this episode that my single most empowering thought as I trained for the half marathon was that I honor the commitments I make to myself. I didn't come to this thought because I am wise or noble or even self-centered. It's because in my own self-development journey, I realized that I could not depend on myself to make my own wants and needs a priority. 
As an act of radical self-love, I committed to creating boundaries around the things that were important only to me, and it evolved into the mantra that I honor the commitments I make to myself. Quite honestly, in my half marathon training process, this was the area where I experienced the most growth. Fortitude is courage in adversity. It requires strength of mind and strength of character. When I impulsively signed up for that race that morning, I had no idea that in the middle of my training, our family would sell our family home, the one my children had always lived in, and would relocate across the state to start a new life in a new home with new friends. In the chaos of that time, with trying to sell our old home and find a new one, register the kids in school, find them competitive sports teams to join, and all the other craziness that comes with that type of move, I felt overwhelmed. I easily could have pushed my commitment to train for the race to the back burner. And any reasonable person would have said that in this situation, it was a justifiable reason to stop training. But I didn't. I couldn't. I honor the commitments I make to myself. And I can rely on me to take care of me. I refuse to let myself down. I didn't love the runs that I did on those days, but I did them anyway. Now, as I grow my coaching practice, I am faced with the same feelings I had during that time. There are days that are hard and discouraging. I second guess myself and I wonder what was I thinking when I thought this would be fun? Why did I think running my own business would be something that I'd want to do for the rest of my life? Then there are the other days, and just like the days when I was training where the sun was bright and the air was crisp and I could feel the clouds in my mind break away, runner's high is a real thing and it feels amazing. I have these days in my business too where I can't believe how blessed I am to do what I love. All of this is to say that when we set a goal, we think we're doing it because of what will happen when we achieve it. What we forget is that the person who crosses the finish line is a totally different person than the one who took that first step on the first mile. Who we become, that is the real reward. Take some time this week and think about your goals for yourself and for your business. Are they bold? Are they audacious? And are you willing to become the person required to reach them? If nothing else, I hope you're brave enough to try. As for me, I did end up running that half marathon and I did get to see the sunrise over Magic Kingdom. It was an amazing experience, one I'll never forget. And now when my brain defaults and says, oh, I'm not a runner, I am a runner. And I actually would love to run another race in the future. I loved the experience of going and pushing myself beyond what I thought was possible for me. It wasn't easy. It certainly wasn't pretty, but I did it. And now that medal hangs at my desk to remind me that sometimes our old stories are in the past and it's time to write a new one. What about you? What will your new story be? Send me a DM and let me know. I'd really love to hear it. That's it for this week. Bye for now, my friends. Thanks for being here today. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to leave a review. Not only does it help me, but it allows other entrepreneurs like you to find this podcast. I'll be back next week with more practical, actionable insights to help you improve your mindset and grow your business. Talk to you soon.